are making an extra income online apart from their 9 to 5 or their primary business, and they're building multiple streams of income. This podcast focuses on helping you create or grow multiple streams of income through online marketing. My name is Flavio, and I have over seven streams of income, and I want to help you do the same. So let's get started with this week's episode. What's up? What's up? Flavio here. Welcome to episode 19. Uh, We are talking about content marketing in 2020 and beyond, and and most importantly, why you or your business should be doing content marketing. Um, It's a a busy, busy time for everybody. I get it. It's, It's when you run your business these days, there's a lot to do, but content certainly should be something that you're doing as well. So thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope you're doing well out there and and hustling hard and and building those income streams. Hopefully you're an income builder and that's why you're tuning in. Or if not, you want to build those income streams. and a good place to look for some ideas on that. Uh, as always, you can join the free Facebook group uh, that I have. It's almost 3,000 members uh, tall right now. You can share your journey, ask questions, um, things like that uh, over at uh, sidebusinesslaunch.com backslash Facebook. That will bring you right to the group and uh, go ahead and join up there. And then if you want to follow me uh, personally and connect with me, I've been very active on Twitter and really love the platform. Um, you can connect with me there at uh, SideBizGuy. So that's my handle there, at SideBizGuy. And um, feel free to send me a message also and let me know you found me on the podcast. I'd be glad to uh, to chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with this episode, um, I wanted to really kind of dive in some of the, you know, uh, why the importance of content marketing? Because I know many people are not doing all these things or or, any, or even one of them. So hopefully if you can get away from this episode and say, you know what, maybe I should start that blog. Maybe I should start a podcast. Maybe I should start a YouTube channel or, or any other type of content. Um, you know, then I think that that's a win uh, to get your mind in motion to, to do it. And it can be for any type of business. You know, most people associate, um, you know, selling courses or coaching to do these types of content pieces. But you don't have to. It could really be for any topic out there under the sun. All right. So let's begin uh, since we got some of those things out of the way. So let's begin with what is content marketing? So when we say content marketing, it's such a buzzword these days, right? So what the heck is it? Um, Content marketing, it's really just creating and publishing content out there to reach your target audience. That's all it is. You're basically basically creating some sort of content uh, out there um, to reach your target audience. And as a business, why would you do that? Okay, why is it important? Well, it's going to educate your prospects about the products and services that you offer. Educate meaning they probably didn't know about you until they run into some sort of piece that you've put out there. And then now they can say, okay, I've never heard of this brand. Let me check them out. And then that's how they check out the rest of your store. Um, It can help boost conversions because you're getting content out there and adding value. It can help boost conversions because of credibility. So that way you have increased credibility um, because you're adding value and putting out content. Uh, And by the way, the content can either be educational or entertaining. You know, for my e-commerce brand, uh, for example, that would not be educational. Um, It's very fun and lighthearted, so it'd be more on the entertaining. But if somebody is entertained, they also are uh, more uh, willing to take action. So just remember that when it comes to content, it should either educate people or entertain, or it can do both, um, depending what it is. 
It can also help you uh, connect with your audience a little bit better because, again, because of that credibility, they're more likely to follow you on social channels. They're more likely to uh, sign up for your newsletter and, and things like that. So you definitely want to connect with your audience, and you can do that through uh, content. Um, you also want to uh, create a sense of um you know, community uh, through the content. You know, user-generated content is a big thing right now on uh, Instagram where you can, um, you know, as well as Twitter, but especially on Instagram where you can um, utilize hashtags and having them at you and you can uh, create a lot of user-generated content. All right, so now let's go over some content marketing examples. Now that we know some, you know, good reasons why we should be doing it. Uh, now, technically, social media is also considered content marketing. You're putting out content on social media. I'm not going to consider or talk about that one today because we all are posting on social media already. We get it. But I want to talk a little bit more beyond that. I want more of the other content that lives off of social media. And there's a reason for that. You know, the three that I want to focus on today is either a blog, a podcast, um, or any sort of video, whether it's YouTube or somewhere else. And um, the reason is those three types of channels there are very good because they are um, more or less search engines. You don't have to keep working for them. Um, and what I mean by that is um, typically when someone is looking for some sort of information, written information on their phone or computer or wherever they are, they typically Google right away. In fact, for most phones, that's the default search engine, right? You type something in, you have an argument with a friend, you want to look something up or you want to look up a recipe or anything, you typically Google it. And so Google, um, when you think Google, think blog. When you think blog, think Google. You know, that's the whole goal for it is to be indexed by Google and hopefully make it towards the top so that people can find your content. That way you can get some free traffic, some free, um, you know, authority and, and everything like that and build trust because you're uh, ranking highly for something. So that means that I don't have to keep doing that. I can keep you know, I don't have, it's not something I have to keep doing. If we're talking about social media, for instance, um, the Facebook groups that I have, they are a good audience for me to connect with people. They're a good audience to, to buy my products and things like that. But the only problem is that if I stop posting or being active in there, it all stops. It, it just, you know, it's gone unless I have a very active community that keeps going without me. Now, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, all those same things. So especially, well, let's leave Pinterest out of it for a second. But when it comes to Twitter, same thing, very active on Twitter. You can get a lot of link clicks from your profile and things like that and all the links you post. But if I disappeared for the next month, all that traffic would be gone. So it's not sustainable in terms of, you know, if I let my uh, foot off the pedal, will I continue to get that traffic? The answer is no. For those three examples I gave, the answer is yes. So if you write blog posts and they get uh, ranked and do well, it's not something I have to continuously do every day. I can be getting traffic to it organically just because it ranked well. Uh, the keywords, you know, were very good or just, you know, it was good research and it resonated with people. Um, I don't have to do anything actively for it. It's, it's more passive. Same goes for YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine out there, only second to Google. So that means that most people, when they're looking for a video of how to do something or any other sort of, you know, tutorial or entertainment or whatever, they typically go to YouTube. And that means that same thing. If you do a video, it gets a lot of views and a lot of engagement. 
good keywords. It gets found a lot. Um, you don't have to do too much for that video going forward. After that, it's just going to be found over and over by people searching it. Um, I mean, uh, how often you go into YouTube, look for a video, and you find one that's a year old, um, six months old, two years old, it's still very relevant. Everyone is still engaging with it and loves the content because it just helps them do something. Some of them are timeless, and they don't need to be updated. Others, if it's like some software review and it's from three years ago, then maybe it needs to be updated. But for the most part, there's, you know, a, a lot that live for a long time. And especially with podcasts, same thing. There are many podcasts that are very evergreen. You can put content out there and it serves as great traffic for a long time. So those are the types of content I'm talking about. It's going to help you uh, to be able to not have to actively be uh, doing something. So for the purposes of this episode, that's what I'm talking about mainly is video, whether it's YouTube or something else as well as um, audio, which would be like a podcast, and of course, blogging. Now, I said I was going to get to Pinterest afterwards, and I am. So Pinterest is actually interesting because it is technically a social media platform. However, it is more of a search engine than it is social media. Uh, reason being is all those pins and images, they basically get indexed in this big pool called Pinterest, and people typically search. Most people don't just always go through their feed to discover things. Most people know what they're looking for when they get to Pinterest and they search, all right? So it's kind of like Amazon. You typically know what you're looking for. You go there and you search whatever product and you just buy it. Um, Pinterest is the same way. Most people know which recipe they have in mind or which um, article they're looking for or something like that, and they just search for it and find it. Again, there are some people that browse uh, all over the place, but for the most part, most people know what they want, which means that your pin, even if it's three months old or a year old, a year and a half old, can still pop up, again, if the content is good and relevant. All right, so uh, when we talk about Pinterest, that certainly can be a um, content um you know, marketing uh, piece for you as well. So I would throw that in there. If we were going to throw a fourth one in this episode to, to focus on, it would be that one um, to get your Pinterest going. So let's talk first about uh, podcasting. You know, podcasting is something that, um, you know, there are millions of people, um, you know, over six to eight million people um, that typically listen to podcasts in the U.S. alone. Um, and it's become a very, very, um, you know, convenient way of people consuming content um, because they can, people can listen to it while they're on the go. They can listen to it while they're working out, while they're, you know, in a long commute or, or anything like that. So podcasts are very, very key um, uh, piece of content. Now, the other thing is it can be around any topic. If you are into affiliate marketing, you are into uh, any other sort of, uh, you know, online type business, then you also can be promoting your uh, content on podcasts. So again, the nice thing about that, it's going to live on for a while. There are many podcasters that make a very good living through affiliate products that they promote on their podcast. But again, we're talking about episodes that have been published for the last six months, year, year and a half, two years, and they're no longer doing anything to promote that episode. It's just there. So keep that in mind. Whereas if you're on a social media channel, instead of blasting links out there, the different content of yours, whether it's a course or affiliate product or anything like that, why not have it live on a podcast where it's going to just be there for good? You know, sometimes I've promoted my courses here on the uh, show and I do when it's relevant to the topic we're talking about. Uh, the nice thing about that is if someone is listening two months from now, a year from now, they're going to listen to that. So podcasting 
uh, very, very key um, for, for having your, um, you know, content out there. If you're in business, it's a very good thing to do. And again, even if you're in, in the entertaining type space, you have an e-commerce brand um, and you can talk about its topic. That's why it's important to niche down. You can talk about its topic week after week, then there you go. But with the podcast, I do recommend being consistent. It doesn't have to be weekly, but it can be every two weeks. It could be every month, whatever it is, just so your audience is expecting it. I've made the mistake in the end of not being very, uh, or in the past of not being very consistent. And um, that's not a good thing. Your, your stats definitely uh, suffer in terms of your, um, you know, sub- subscribe as well as listens and downloads. So definitely be consistent with it if you are going to release something like a podcast. And as far as a uh, podcast goes, the nice thing about it is that you can also network with other people because now you can have guests and you can have other fellow podcasters that you can network with and and everything like that. Um, And that goes true for all these other ones as well, including being a YouTuber and and all that good stuff. So it's definitely, definitely very key. Uh, Now, let's dive into a little bit about um, video. So video marketing can boost conversions. It can improve your relationships because you're being seen. People uh, trust you a lot more. Now, of course, YouTube is a very big uh, platform for, for video, but it doesn't have to be the only way. You can also have a brand that mainly does video and you can do it on Facebook. Uh, many people don't know, but Facebook actually has a new video program where you can monetize just like YouTube. So if you have a certain amount of stats and views, and, and, and I don't know what it is because my brand's not very video-centric, um, but if you are, again, either educating or entertaining through a lot of videos, then you can maybe look at doing it on Facebook as well, You know, syndicating it from Facebook and YouTube instead of just one. Um, with YouTube, obviously, after 1,000 subscribers and a certain amount of watch hours and all that good stuff, you can monetize, but you can also monetize on uh, Facebook as well. They have a new uh, program uh, for that. Uh, so when it comes to um, video marketing, you know, again, tutorials work, talking head videos where you can just talk about something motivational or whatever, um, whatever your topic is. You know, you can do all kinds of uh, things with it. But again, now it is sitting there. When you, Whenever you release a new video, then you can blast that out to social media. It builds credibility. And uh, most importantly, it's going to live on that platform for a while. Same thing with the podcast that we already uh, talked about. So those are the two ways that I think if you if you don't want to write or, or you don't want to get heavily involved with SEO and things like that, although you do need SEO on YouTube too, but if you don't want to get heavily involved with SEO, those two are very good to start um, a podcast and YouTube uh, so that way you can get some content out there. Now let's talk about the blog last. So the blog um, is something that I cannot recommend enough. You know, when it comes to um, blogging, it's, it's very, very important to, um, you know, get the content out there, but you also want to do it right. You need good headlines so that people can click. If you do get found in Google, you need also good SEO and keywords. Um, there are a lot of tools out there. Uber suggest by Neil Patel is a very good tool. It used to be, well, it still is free for limited, um, usage that you can use. I also do like SpyFu. Uh, as well. Uh, There's also a lot of uh, ad-related information you can get from that one. Um, But when it comes to having a uh, blog, this is good on any platform you're on. 
Um, you know, even Shopify, I personally blog for my Shopify brand. A lot of people don't do that. They're missing the boats, I think, with that because I look at it this way for a website or Shopify site. Um, if you have, um, let's say, 50 products on a Shopify site, that's 50 opportunities to be found by, by Google and by customers. So if you, however, do blog posts and let's say you did one a week, and that means at the end of the year, now you have 52 more opportunities um, to be seen. So rather than just 50, you just doubled your chances to potentially be found by customers. Um, and I would argue that you more than doubled your chances because a blog article actually has a better chance to be clicked on and seen in search engine or social media um, because, again, it paints that credibility. It's not a product. Um, it's not just a product that you're seeing. So that blog uh, article can help get you help you get seen. Somebody clicks on it, and then of course they're on a Shopify site. They can just click at the top under the categories or shop or whatever, and now they can discover your product. So that's why it's very very important. If you are doing an informational site, if you're in business, entrepreneurship, anything like that, and you want to get a website going, you want a blog, then I recommend WordPress. Um, that's my top choice. They power the majority of informational websites out there. They're very SEO friendly. They have good plugins and things like that to help you do what you need to do if you're not a coder like me. And, um, and yeah, so WordPress is what I would recommend. If not, Squarespace is another popular option. I've never used them, but I, I do know they're a good option as well. Uh, but past that, I'm not sure I would use anything else. You know, WordPress is free. Um, you just buy your own domain. You install WordPress, whatever hosting company you're using. I use HostGator. And, um, you know, you set it up, and it, it's pretty easy from there. So I, I would recommend WordPress uh, to get going and have you a uh, blog. But, but again, if you're promoting any sort of products of your own, affiliate products, it paints a lot of credibility to have a um, blog instead of just pasting links out there everywhere um, because you can have an article, for instance, where it compares two courses or it compares two tools that you use and within that article will be affiliate links to them. So when you share that on social media, it's more likely to get um, clicks because you're going to say, hey, check out my new article comparing this tool and that tool. And maybe a lot of people out there have been considering those two tools, so they're going to be likely to want to check out that article. And when they do, and then you have links to those tools, that's how you'll make your affiliate commissions a lot easier than just blasting out those um, you know, th those links out there. So again, just my opinion, but it gives you a little bit more credibility. Um, and also in your social media feed, it's not just link after link or product after product um, that you have. Pe you, you're actually giving value. People can check out, um, you know, the, these different, you know, articles that you're writing about. Now, in terms of length for blog articles and everything, um, typically you definitely don't want to go under 300 words, and ideally you want to be at 500 to 1,000 words. And if you really want to get an epic um, pillar to your um, website, pillar meaning it's like you're going to be, that's going to be the main one that pulls in a lot of traffic, then you want to aim for 2,000 to 2,500 words or so uh, or more. Uh, it does take a lot to rank a uh, big one like that to give you consistent traffic. But for the most part, you know, try to stay at, you know, uh, 500 to 1,000 words per uh, article. 
um, on the blog. And if you can do that, and again, it goes back to the consistency I talked about in the podcast, um, you know, for the podcast, uh, that you would, would start and be consistent with. Same thing for the blog. You know, you want to make sure that if you're going to publish an article weekly, then do it weekly. If you're going to do it every couple of weeks, then do it every couple of weeks. This way, your email subscribers, your, you know, anyone who visits your website, your social media followers, they know what to expect and when to expect it instead of being inconsistent. So, with blogs, you want a good article. You want at least 300 words, but ideally 500 to 1,000 words. You want a couple of keywords in that article. You can use something like Ubersuggest, um, which is, has a free version. You can also use, I believe it's um, keywordtool.io. I'll link it. I'll, I'll look it up. But that's also a free one that gives you some limited uh, keywords. Um, and you can use Google itself to see what is selling. A nice trick is to open an incognito window, start typing in what you're going to write about, and let Google do the auto-suggest, and that's going to be based on traffic that's out there. So you can do that. And, of course, you can use Google AdWords as well, the Google uh, Ads program to also do your keyword research. We'll probably have more on that on a different day, but this is more just on the surface to get you going with content marketing. So the other thing is if right now you're feeling that maybe you do want to have a blog and a podcast and YouTube, number one, I would say that you don't have to do everything all at once. Um, and number two, I would also say if you do want to do everything all at once, there are a lot of tools and plugins and websites that can allow you to kind of uh, syndicate these, if you will, you know, where you can um, create a blog post and then automatically it goes out to your social media channels. And then you can also... Um, you know, uh, convert that to something else. Or maybe an, another way would be to start with the YouTube video and then that can be converted to audio only for your podcast. And then that also can be converted to text so that you can post it as a blog post. So there's a lot of different things you can do to syndicate and make your life easier. Or you can um, outsource some of that, places like Fiverr, Upwork, and, and things like that where you can find someone to either edit or syndicate your uh, content so that you can get it out to social media channels. So um, just want to summarize, content marketing, very, very important. You should be putting out some sort of content out into the world around your brand. It can be educational. It could be entertaining. It really depends on what your brand is and what your product or service is. Um, and this is not just for online companies. If you are a um, you know, local based business, I can't recommend enough to be doing content marketing. You know, if you have a, um, any sort of local, uh, business, uh, you know, that's service based or something, you should also be doing content marketing. It might separate you apart from someone else. I know that if I'm looking for a, um, you know, company in my local area and I visit a website that's very, very good. It has articles. It has all kinds of things on there. It tells me that they know what they're talking about and they're willing to provide value uh, to get the business. And then I, if I come across another um, similar type company that has a website that's outdated from 2004 and hasn't had any updates since then and all that, um, I can't trust that their information is even correct on there. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm staying away from it. I'm going to go with the one that has all the nice content and nice looking website is who I'm doing business with. And again, that's just me. Maybe you're different, but for me, that's who I'm going with. So if that's the case, then be that type of company as well. So that way others can think the same about you. 
So content marketing, uh, get going on it. Start a podcast, start a blog, start a YouTube channel. Could be all three uh, or at least one of them. Um, if you're in any sort of entrepreneurship business, things like that, you should definitely be doing a blog. If you have a website, if you don't have a website, I recommend getting a website. It's $10 for a domain name. And like I said, WordPress is free. Um, I can't recommend it enough, you know, have a website that paints a lot of credibility. Um, and then once you have that website, no one is going to rush out to visit because no one knows about it. That's where you need the blog so that you can be indexed by Google and uh, found. So um, I'm going to put any relevant links in the show notes here, and that's going to do it for this episode. So I thank you for uh, tuning in. Hopefully you are sold on getting some content marketing going in your business and getting the word out there about your products and services. Again, you can join the um, Facebook group and that's at sidebusinesslaunch.com slash Facebook. That will direct you right to the group. And of course, you can connect with me on Twitter. And on Twitter, I am at sidebizguy. So that's at sidebizguy. Feel free to tell me uh, hello and shoot me a DM and let me know you found me on the podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in. And then also do not forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any um, future episodes. And right now it looks like every Wednesday is when we're releasing them. Um, sometimes Thursday-ish as well, but I'm, I'm trying for every Wednesday to release a new uh, episode for you guys. And then also, if you have any ideas and any future episodes you want, content, things like that, or you'd like to be a guest, um, again, connect with me on Twitter, um, shoot me a DM, and, and let's let's talk. And I'm sure we can make that happen, either a episode you're looking for or to get you on the podcast. All right. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. 